You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel, streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app. It's despicable that somebody can say things about somebody and an organ, and more importantly, 17-year-old kids. You're taking shots at 17-year-old kids and their families. They broke state laws. They're, they're, they're all money. They're, we bought every player on this group. We never bought anybody. No rules were broken. Nothing was done wrong. It was all in the, and the way we do things, the ethics in which we do things. And these families, it's despicable that a reputable head coach could come out and say this when he doesn't get his way or things don't go his way. The narcissist in him doesn't allow those things to happen. And it's ridiculous But when, when he's not on top. And the parody in college football he's been talking about, Go talk to coaches who coach for him. You'll find out all the parody. Go dig into wherever he's been. Some people think they're God. Go dig into how God did his, his deal. You may find out about, about a guy that a lot of things you don't want to know. We built him up to be the czar of football. Go dig into his past or anybody that's ever coached with him. You can find out anything you want to find out, what he does and how he does it. And it's despicable. Nick Saban and Jimbo Fisher are not holding back in a war of words over NIL and recruiting rankings. And it's only May 19th, and yet it feels like it's already October 8th, isn't it? Welcome to this emergency episode of the College Football Daily. If you're listening to this, you most likely know what's going on in the college football world today. And that's everything focused on Alabama and Texas A&M. Nick Saban, the greatest of all time, coming out and attacking his former assistant coach, now the head coach at Texas A&M, Jimbo Fisher, saying that Texas A&M paid for every player on its recruiting class, the number one recruiting class in college football history this past February. And he blames NIL. And the lenient rules, if you want to call them rules, that are not really regulating how much these players can be paid and how they're paid and how boosters are getting involved and all of that with NIL. And of course, about 12 hours later, Jimbo Fisher schedules his own impromptu press conference to react to Nick Saban. And boy, did he go scorched earth on his former boss, calling him a narcissist, called him God twice and despicable six times. And all of this in a span of less than three minutes at the top of his press conference. The war of words heating up. Jimbo Fisher saying, quote, it's despicable that a reputable head coach can come out and say this when he doesn't get his way or things don't go his way. The narcissist in him doesn't allow those things to happen. It's ridiculous when he's not on top, unquote. A lot of threats, vague threats. In fact, Jimbo Fisher saying, hey, go look into, quote unquote, God's past and how Jimbo says he had opportunities to go work for Nick Saban again, and how he turned those opportunities down because of he knows how Nick Saban conducts his business behind closed doors. So quite the war of words. And uh, listen, this is the official ending of the friendship between Jimbo Fisher and Nick Saban. Everybody kind of wants to take sides on all this about who's right, who's wrong. The possibility here is that both are right and both are wrong. And that's what I believe. And I think, you know, for being objective about all this, they're both right and they're both wrong. The idea that Jimbo Fisher doesn't quite know what's going on with NIL or the NIL collectives of Texas A&M is a bit ludicrous. 
but also Nick Saban to say and believe that the only reason why Texas A&M was able to get the number one recruiting class this past year is because of NIL is also ludicrous because you would be ignoring what Texas A&M has been doing the last four years or so in recruiting before NIL. Texas A&M's been in the top six, top four, inching closer to a number one recruiting class over the last four years since Jimbo Fisher's been in College Station. They have circled 2022 as their recruiting class to potentially have the number one class. NIL helped juice that up. They got the most five stars we've seen from any defensive line class. An incredible signing class. We all know that. Meanwhile, Nick Saban is frustrated because, like it or not, he's kind of stuck in his old ways. And I want to give you a little history lesson here because eight years ago, I sat in a small room in West Georgia with Nick Saban at a high school coaches convention. And he was doing a press conference with a handful of reporters who traveled to Georgia to speak to him. At the time, the hot topic was how he and Brett Bielema really wanted college football to get rid of hurry up, no huddle offenses and change some rules when it comes to snapping the football because it was a health and safety issue for them. They believed it was leading to more injuries, especially along the offensive lines in college football. What was the genesis of this? I think a lot of people at the time said it was because of hurry up, no huddle offenses like Auburn with Gus Malzahn beating Alabama back in 2013 and getting to the national championship game. Nick Saban saw a sea change coming with college football and wanted things to stick around to what it had been because the way college football had been played had been beneficial to him. Alabama was winning national titles and had come off the mat since he'd been there in 2008 and really got things rolling. And then all of a sudden, these hurry-up-no-huddle offenses at Auburn and Ole Miss were giving him some problems. So Nick Saban says, is this really what we want college football to be? Now, part of him was complaining But also part of him was saying, well, if this is what you want it to be, then I will have to adjust and I will adjust. And because I have the greatest resources in college football, we'll just beat you at your own game and beat the heck out of you in doing so. And that's exactly what he did. He went and hired guys like Lane Kiffin, Steve Sarkeesian to run his offense, and they started beating up everybody. So when I hear Nick Saban in a room full of business leaders in Alabama boohooing about NIL and how he doesn't want to do things the way things are being done now in college football, what I'm hearing is someone saying, hey, I'm setting my ways and I'm going to complain about it if I don't get my way. But if I don't get my way, we go back to the way we were doing things, then I will adjust. I have the best resources with all these business people in this audience, and I'm going to have them go out and get me the best players still. And we're just going to kill you in recruiting once again by playing your game. If you're going to change the rules, then I will adjust. Nick Saban's a lot like that person in your office who complains about work all the time and yet has been employee of the month every month of the year. They're the best person at their job, but they complain about everything. And you just know... It's just them wanting attention. They want to do things their way. They want full control of everything. And Nick Saban, when he doesn't have that, goes out and complains. But the truth is, he's the greatest coach of all time, and he will adjust, and Alabama will not go anywhere. Now, I hear some people saying, listen, maybe Nick Saban's finally just sick of all this. Maybe he could walk away. And that might be true. I'm not going to sit here and act like I know exactly what Nick Saban thinks or know what he's going to do. But Learn from history. Again, in a small room in West Georgia in 2014, I was talking to Nick Saban and listened to him go on a seven-minute rant about hurry-up offenses and how it was not 
helping the health of players, and this is not what college football should be. He didn't get his way. He didn't get the rule changes he wanted from the NCAA, so he went out and hired the best offensive coordinators he could and became a hurry-up, no-huddle aficionado himself, and they kept winning national championships. So, NIL's not going away. Nick Saban will have to adjust, and if he doesn't, he'll retire, and he'll leave the game. But something tells me he's not, and he's going to adjust, and he's going to get a lot of money through NIL, through all the businesses in Alabama, and Alabama will be back on top soon enough. Until then, boy, it sure is nice that May 19th feels a lot like October 8th when Texas A&M and Alabama finally face off on the football field. I'm Brandon Marcello. Thanks for listening to College Football Daily. For our producer, Lance Glenn, we'll talk to you next time. It's the UEFA Champions League on Paramount Plus. Europe's top club soccer tournament. Champions versus champions. The best teams facing off in the knockout rounds. Magnificent! And it all takes place. While you're filling out financial reports at work. In the middle of your day, in the middle of your week. So use that second screen. Call in sick. Do whatever you gotta do to tune in Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Nobody watches the UEFA Champions League like us. Stream every match live exclusively on Paramount Plus.